0: What's going on, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers daily chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Monday. Packers are somewhat back from the bye week. There's no media availability today. However, the coaching staff will undoubtedly be in the building working on their plans after their self-scout. Let's see what they've cooked up, people. Very exciting. Hopefully, we'll hear something from Matt and company tomorrow. Uh, obviously, the Packers can push things back a day because of the Monday night contest rather than on Sunday coming off their bye, giving them as much time as possible to figure out how to screw it up against the Rams. I kid. I kid because I love. But I will say, I love watching all of y'all. You already got some people in the comments here talking about, oh, if they win out. Win out? Win out? People, this team struggled to beat... The Bears. And the Bears are a bad football team. Man, I'm not sure they can beat the Rams, and the Rams are a bad football team. Let's just slow down here, shall we? Look, i I love it. Never tell me the odds. I get it, Carry the G. I'm in. But let's beat the Rams, okay? Talking about winning out. Winning out. They won three games in a row earlier this season. This game against the Bears last week was the first time they won a game in regulation since week three. Let's slow down on win out. Win out, which by the way, would include a victory over the Miami Dolphins on Christmas Day. You talk about a Christmas miracle. People, one game at a time. Got to go 1-0 and every week, as Matt likes to say. Let's just watch them beat the Rams first, shall we? I mean, even if they go, they win out. They win out. People right now, today, they're sitting there at 6% when it comes to their playoff odds. 6%. You know how much has to happen in addition to them winning out for them to even sniff the playoffs? Want to know each week. That's all that matters. That is legit all that matters. As I lecture you, I hope you're all doing well. hope you all had a good weekend. hope you're all uh, ready to strap on in for this final four games and see where the ride takes us. Who knows? Maybe if they're mathematically eliminated, Jordan Love will get some starts and he'll ball out, and then we can really ramp up a quarterback controversy heading into the offseason. In case you are here on YouTube, uh, once we're done here, make sure you check out the video I just put up. It's not show friends. It's show business when it comes to the Packers quarterbacks. I somewhat address both Aaron and Jordan in the video and talk about, hey, let's go, people. We understand we all got wants and needs, but uh, the Packers have to look out for the Packers more than anything else. Hope everyone is doing well. Good to see you all in the comments. A lot of regulars. Of course, TKM is at his post. So good to see that. Hey, before before we go any further, I want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Firecracker Farm. That's right. Try out this amazing hot salt and support a small family brand. You can use code CHEESEHEADTV. TV. That's CHTV. Just type in the code CHTV for 25% off at firecracker.farm. That's firecracker.farm. What is Firecracker Farm hot salt? I'll tell you, it's a super high quality product made by a family brand. Why do you need it? This hot salt makes everything, I'm talking everything, taste amazing. What is it again? It's sea salt infused with Ghosts, Trinidad Scorpion, and Carolina Reapers grown on their own farm. How do you use it? You elevate your steak, your pastas, your soups with savory heat. You take your cocktails to the next level. Seriously, the best Bloody Mary or spicy margarita you'll ever have. A pinch is even amazing on fruit like pineapple or strawberries with honey. Firecracker.farm. Use code CHTV. That's what you want, people. 25% off at firecracker.farm. It's a family brand. Get on it, people. Head over there. Tell them C- Cheesehead TV says what's up. Good to see you all. What's going on? <laughs> I already see some. Nick D is a playoffs. Yeah. I, I mean, I exhausted my Jim Mora impressions like weeks ago. So I, I got none left to give. Trey, what's up, man? Thanks nice for the super chat. What's up, Nags? For the. Pa- The Patreon meetup next week. Do we get a plus one traveling to the game with a girlfriend and would love to attend but can't without her? Hope to see you there. Yes, Trey. I saw you sign up this morning, buddy. Little suspect, bud. Signing up the week before the meetup. I see you, man. You're not sneaky. But yes, you get a plus one. Just make sure you have your app and you can prove you're a Patreon member. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Thoughts on the World Cup so far? has been amazing. As someone famous once said, how can you not be a romantic about football? Man, this World Cup has been awesome. But I will admit, there have been moments pretty much every day I've been watching where I'm like, I will never, ever forgive FIFA for handing this to Qatar. And not because, like, the human rights stuff, all of that is atrocious. I was outraged years ago when it actually happened. It's nice to see the, uh, you know, Johnny-come-latelys get all upset now. But what I keep like being like kind of wistful about is the fact that there's a World Cup happening, and it's in December. Man, the World Cup is about going outside, hanging out with your friends, connecting with people. You cannot believe the party that went on here in Astoria and New York in general when Morocco won. Man, it was awesome. I'll never forget living in Astoria when Italy won years ago. Oh, my God. My God. World Cup, European Championships. Like, Nostoria turns into party central when these teams win. And it's just this connective tissue that is so great. And the summer kind of, like, enhances it. But now it's what... You think someone wants to go to a beer garden in December and freeze their ass off and watch these games? No! It's the worst, man. It's the worst. That part of it has been absolute dog shit. But... The games themselves, the teams, the performances, that shit's been amazing. That shit's been incredible. And, yeah, I'm pulling for Morocco now. Now that both the U.S. and England are out of it, got to go for Morocco. And I know they have the longest odds, but I don't care. Never tell me the odds. Oh, those got folks. What else we got? Got that, got that. Got Brandon. What's going on, man? Haven't been able to catch a live in a while, so delayed question here regarding Andor. Where does Andy Circus rank as a character actor? His role was incredible. Oh, uh, he's a legend. Come on. Yeah, the man is one of the best going. If you need any evidence to how amazing he is, go watch 24-Hour Party People and his performance as Martin Hannett. The man is an absolute powerhouse. I love Andy Circus. He's incredible. Trey, what's up, man? To be fair, I've been a member before on my other Patreon account linked with my Facebook had to re-sign up when my debit card got reissued with new numbers. Oh, dude, I'm just I'm just giving you grief, man. It's all good. No question. And Mundo, what's going on, man? Thanks for the super chat. Thank you for the 88 Ain't Show Friends at Show Business. I agree with everything you said. I love the Packers. Thank you, Rogers, for the memories. But it's time. It is time. Jordan Love. Go Pack Go. It's not quite time yet. I, I hear you. And thank you so much. Thanks for watching it. Um, but yeah, one more year. One more year. The Packers undoubtedly had something along these lines in mind when they constructed the contract as they did for Aaron. And I understand 1,000%. I understand Jordan loves frustration and, or kind of, you know, happy feet, so to speak. But again, it ain't show friends, it's show business. Brian, thank you for the super chat. Got a little excited about the playoff picture. Then I remember the Packers aren't a very good team this year. Go Pack Go. Thank you for all you do. Brian, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being realistic, right? I get you, man. It, it, at some point, if you saw any kind of spark, right, a run, a, a sustained level of play, of good play, you'd be like, okay, yeah, all right, I can see it. Maybe they catch lightning in a bottle. But man, when have we seen that this year? I mean, truly, especially from week to week, let alone during a game. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to come up with much. I mean, even during the three-game the three game win streak they had earlier this season, it's not like they were blowing the doors off people. I'm with you, man. I feel you. Callum, what's up, man? Any word on Bakhtiari's recovery? No official word yet. I'd be surprised if he's back anytime soon. Maybe the last game or two. And that's a maybe. If they're still alive, which is a dubious proposition. John, thanks for the Super Chat. Be nice if the, quote, powers that be at 1265 took note of the Lions' offensive game plan every single week. John, those Lions are tough, man. I said it on Twitter. You know, Campbell gets a lot of grief, but that is a well-coached team that plays their ass off every single week. They may not be the flashiest. They may not be the best, but damn, if they are not a tough out. And they've won, what, five of six? And they probably should have won On Thanksgiving. I mean, that is a tough, tough team. And they're not, again, they don't have like, I would venture to say there's not a singular talent there that makes you go, oh my God, they just, it's a blue chipper that puts them over the top. And they've got talent. Do not get me wrong. But man, they play their ass off and they are fundamentally sound. And that's a testament to Dan Campbell. hundred percent, man. I feel you. Definitely feel you there, John. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the rumors of Jordan Love going to ask for a trade if he doesn't get to start next year? Yes, Jason. I uh, just put up a video about it. Make sure you check it out. It's here on the YouTube channel. We need you in the bowl Monday night to do yeoman's work to get the crowd going on defense. Brett, I'd love to be, but, you know, there's money on the table and I can't leave it there. Got to be doing the watch party as much as I'd love to. I would love to do it actually. Maybe. We'll see. Let me talk to Corey. See how I just changed everything in like 30 seconds there? I don't... I mean, I'd have to get a ticket. I'd still have to do gut reactions afterwards. Like, I don't know, man. I'd love to. Do not get it twisted. I would love to be in the bowl on Monday night, but priorities, my friend. Priorities. Uh, Chris, thanks for the super chat. Feeling good for some reason about the Packers heating up? Let's at least get a simmer going. Let's bring Baker back down to earth. Hey, shout out to Baker Makefield. I mean, how fucking awesome was that? To watch him drive the length of the field against the Raiders and get the win. I mean, the Raiders didn't do themselves any favor in that drive. uh, But, I mean, that's awesome. Dude had been in the building for two days. And he leads that drive. But yeah, I'm with you. I'd like Rasul to get a pick on Baker just because that would be nice symmetry from last Christmas Day where he picked off Baker when he was with the Browns, have him come back to Lambeau, and pick him off again. That'd be great. And yes, please, let's get a big W. Joe, thanks for the Super Chat. When you have so many defensive players on this team, mostly in their prime, underperforming in the same season, what does that suggest? It suggests that they're not being utilized correctly and that perhaps a change is needed in defensive leadership. Thanks for playing, Joe. We'll see if Matt LaFleur agrees. Although I tend to doubt it. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. I blame Goody for the mess the Packers are in. Oh, this should be interesting. They should have cut the Rogers cord last year. Now they can't see if they have their next QB for years to come without being in cap hell. I don't know if that's strictly true. If for no other reason than the things I laid out in the video I just posted. So make sure you check it out. That said... I feel you. He's tried to have his cake and eat it too. The Packers have. And I do think that's important to note. You know, like Goody and the personnel staff, I suspect, and there have been rumblings, wanted to, they were on the side of, okay, it's probably time to rip the Band-Aid off after that 49ers loss. Matt LaFleur and the coaching staff were very much on the side of, uh, let's bring Aaron back. He's won two MVPs, high-level play still. You know, and coaches they got to win the next game, so I understand it, but it's your job as a GM to keep looking forward, and things change very fast. I remember talking to Mark Tauscher about this this past offseason on the Shameless Packers podcast about, you know, we like to think that GMs have to think three, four years down the line, but man, this game in the NFL today changes very quickly. The expectations, the squads, things happen very quickly. So you can have a plan for three years, but you better be ready to change on a dime in a year. And the Packers have now been confronted with that reality in regards to the fact that they undoubtedly thought they had a contender here with this squad, and they clearly didn't. So it'll be interesting to see how they right the ship, so to speak. Um, What else we got? Red says, I'm so glad I watched that Lions-Vikings game instead of a nap makes me my soul warm watching the Lions smash the Vikings. I hear you. I will say, though, it was an odd viewing experience in the sense that I'm with you. I loved watching the Vikings lose. But at the same time, probably as a Packers fan with even the faintest hopes of postseason dancing in our heads, probably wanted the Lions to lose that game. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Oh, we got that one already. Uh, what else we got here, Folks. Why is it when we promoted our running game slash O-line coach to OC, we switched to a heavy passing game style? Shallow Waters. What? what? Switched? Switched? Nothing's changed, my guy. They have operated the way they have always operated. They didn't switch styles. I was hoping they would switch styles, but they didn't. Would have been nice if they had. Brett Wyatt has to play more down the stretch, right? That's the hope. And look, there have certainly been uh, plays that you can point to where he has been less than uh, inspiring. And I understand the coaching staff wanting to lean into their veterans, not want to throw the rookie out there. But at this point, you've seen again and again and again that front get run over. And I would suspect. If you play the kid a lot more, he will start to develop a little bit more rapidly. And I think he's coming off a pretty good game in Chicago. Now, he only played nine snaps, so it's hard to get a true beat on it. But he has certainly shown flashes at times when given opportunities. But it's impossible to say what he's going to become or even where he's headed as a developmental guy, as a guy who you took in the first fucking round is not even get on the field for 10 snaps a game. you got to play him, to my mind. Get him on the field. Start to develop him. And I know they're fighting and clawing and scratching for every possible opportunity to get into the playoffs. But I would posit, just myself, sitting here as a Packers fan of 49 years who's watched a lot of games, that, uh, you know, the Dean Lowry's and John Reed's of the world are nice and all, but they're not helping. In this regard. And I would very much like to see what the kid can do. And if he can't do it, at least start to get him the reps so he can improve and develop. You're literally sitting at 6% chance to make the playoffs. Get the kids on the field. How is Savage going to prove he's worthy of playing down the stretch if he's healthy? Oh, I think that ship sailed. I'll be surprised if he's in heavy rotation. Even if he does return, to, you know, fully healthy, ready to go, I'll be surprised if he's doing much more than he was going to be doing in that Eagles game, which is essentially the dime back. Man, you can't, uh, if you're the Packers and if this is the thing, right, we're scratching and clawing and trying to make the playoffs, how can you throw him out there with the continuous missed tackles, the bad angles? I don't know how you do it. But, of course, you are throwing Dean Lowry out there against the run all the time. So, who knows? (laughs) Demosky confirmed why it parked in Dingleberry's parking space. I like it. It's 11% now after the weekend. Sky, it depends where you look. Football Outsiders has them at 6, as does 538. I know some other places have them at 11. It all depends, sir. All I know is never tell me the odds. That's all I know. Uh, what else we got? If somehow we get into the playoffs, the Packers could be the first seventh seed to win the Super Bowl. Man, Jason, I, lo- I love the optimism, my guy. But as I said at the top, could you just watch them beat the Rams, please? Before we start talking postseason and Super Bowls. I mean, I just, that's just me. I just, I'm, I love the game. I love the game of football. I love the Packers. I just want them to win their next game. For the next four weeks. How's that? Let's live there. And we'll deal with all the rest of it if it comes. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel. And I know you've heard this a million times at the end of these videos, but seriously, so many people watch, a few people hit like, so few people subscribe. Hit subscribe. Even if you don't, like, need because you're here every day and you know the kind of rhythm of the channel, just hit subscribe. It means the world to us. It really helps us here at Cheesehead TV. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.